welcome again. But this will be the first time you hear from us. No, <laughs> we're finally here. We're here. We've made it. It's been a road with a roller coaster. Actually, a road is too going, smooth. I was going to say there's been a lot of traffic jams like on the way. It's like ethical Brisbane peak hour on a Friday night. Yeah, you only get so far at a little bit of distance. Yeah. Um, it has been an nightmare to get here, though, honestly. We're here. We've done it. Oh, that is the main thing, yes. We're finally getting to what we've been looking forward to. We're on 10% battery, but we're going to hustle. We're going to power through it. Look, yeah. We can do this. We will. Um, I mean, if we've got through to this point in two hours, we can get through anything, really. I think if it doesn't happen, I'm going to smash the computer. <laughs> okay, well, let's make that happen then. <laughs> We're going to do it. Mum rage yep. is real. It's a real thing. Like, yep. let's not disregard it. It'll be a table flip. <laughs> oh, great. Well, we're talking about X. That is the thing that is all over TikTok at the moment. But it's yep. more of couple X and not parenting and pregnancy X. Yes. Yeah. It is, um, when you mentioned that topic, I was all for it. I was like, that is such a great topic to start off the pilot episode. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot for parenting. Yeah. I think, I mean, I love my husband and 100% he gives me the ick, but I think my kids do more. Oh, 100%, 100%. And if they're quite honest, like, there is a lot of eggs about my husband too, um, but he also helped me create these tiny eggs that run around my house. It is. It is. So, like, and there is, like, once we started talking about it the other night and just kind of mind mapping it all, I was like, wow, that is such an egg. Like, you don't even realise how many eggs there are to parenting until you really sit down and think about it. Yep. First one for me is the constant I'm hungry oh yeah it's triggering speaking of an ick which is not getting five minutes to myself like bedtime's not a thing isn't it great how they come to us instead of the dad first yeah yeah love it I think my son knows that dad's generally gonna say no so if dad yep. says no, I'm going to say yes. And I only say yes to shut him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I can't handle the nagging. Oh, no, me either. Me either. And I think that like, doesn't help. When we go to the shops or something, and now he expects a kinder surprise every time we go to the shops. Yeah. Um, that is just because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's become a thing now that my husband hates. Every time he comes to the shops, my son asks for a kind of surprise and then it's a tantrum if he says no. And it's like, you just say yes. You say yes. They get it in the trolley when they're yeah. going to the car and it's just over and done with. Like, I'm done. Yep, I did it today with a can of Pringles. Yeah, see? Anything to keep them happy, really, and quiet. Yeah. Like, there is nothing worse, and you always feel so bad for those parents, but there is nothing worse than being in the shopping centre and or even in the exhibition store, I think, and your kids screaming. Like, 100%. That, yeah. I think it's more traumatising for us than it is for them, and I think they know it too. For that parent. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And like you always feel so bad for them because you know exactly what they're going through, except you're the type of parent that just like, here you go, you just have it, just be quiet, take it and do your thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's completely Um, me. And like it's such a, like, this is going to be a word that I use a lot with my ex because I hate it is the stigma of like, you can't have a screaming child at the shops. Like, that is really bad. You don't do that. No. And, like, you're not allowed to smack your child anymore. No, no. Look, I'm for gentle parents, 100%. No. But there yeah. comes a time in the line. There's a lot. Where I'm like, no way. Like, I'm not going to bubble wrap you if you are walking the streets at 9 o'clock at night mm-hmm. doing things you shouldn't be doing. Like, yeah, there comes a line. line. And 100% I'm the same. We don't smack you know or anything it's very much gentle parenting talking it through emotions um but there is a line yeah like yeah 100% like and I think especially that three and around that age even though like I generally sitting in his room I'm like okay you need to calm down like wipe the tears away take five deep breaths tell me what's wrong or I say to him what do you think you've done that is wrong but even then, there's just that line that they don't understand that they're not playing anymore. Yeah. We're not playing. We're not playing. We need to sit down and talk. And if you're not going to talk, then I don't want to hear it. And you're going to sit in your room and cry and scream yeah. and carry on. That's fine. But we also need to worry about ourselves. And if we can handle it, like there comes a point when your kid's screaming so much that you want to lock your own self in the room yeah. and just cry yourself. And that, that is, is okay. okay. And I'm all that. Like that is a big thing for me. 100%. Like, you need to cry. If you want to cry, go cry. Yeah. That and is think, okay. Yeah, just it is important to give yourself that five minutes. Like, I've been having it the past couple of days. Obviously, we've all been sick. Um, Orlando's going through the four-month sleep regression. And three days oh, I haven't no. slept. I mean, exhausted. Yeah is an understatement and today he was just crying and crying and crying and I could feel myself get to the point where I was like if I'm holding you for a minute longer I'm gonna regret it um so it was like I have to put you down I have to walk to the other end of the house for two minutes by myself and then I'll come back and I'll rock you to sleep for the yeah and you know that they're safe, you know, like, you know that they're not going to hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, I got to the point of putting her in the cot and knowing that if I just put her in her cot while she's carrying on, like, my little, like, month-old, it is okay. Like, they are in a safe place. I can go out and make my coffee. I do not need to wait for an approval yeah. of an 11-month-old Definitely. to make my coffee. Um, and I think that is something that is, like, mm-hmm. another big ick is mum guilt. Um, you know, you get that guilt of, oh my god, my child is crying. Like, I can't put them yeah. in their cot. Um, I can't go make a coffee. I can't go eat because my yeah. child needs me more. And that is where we run ourselves down into this deep, deep, deep. For me, hole. I get it as like, um, I can't leave the kids to cry because the neighbors are gonna make complaints. You know, <laughs> like they're screaming, yeah. like they're being murdered. Um, they're not, they're overdramatic, but yeah. I'm like, oh my God, someone's yeah. going to walk past and like make a complaint. 
and that is the thing with the gen like where we're at now you can't like as we're talking you can't go to the shops with a screaming baby because you're not doing the right thing you're not looking after them if your neighbors hear your child screaming oh no they're not looking after their kid like they shouldn't be getting left to scream cried out um and there is a point that you need to let them cry it out yeah for your own sanity um i think that is where people like especially mums fathers get it but mums more so run themselves straight down into that postpartum depression stage um and that is where it just goes once you hit that stage i think it all blows up yeah then it's an entitlement thing too i think for the kids like my three-year-old every night (laughs) when i give him dinner he looks at it in disgust and says I'm not eating that and has started flipping the plate onto the ground um I mean I just pick it up and put it straight back on the plate because I'm not making a separate meal and that's one thing that I'm super strict on if you don't want to eat dinner that's it there's nothing more I grew up with my mum making like three different meals for like me and then my step siblings and I just think that was horrific like my poor mum slaving away in the kitchen for hours to cook dinner and it was like oh one needed to be vegetarian or vegan whatever and I'm just like nah you don't like what's on your plate no too bad where my thumbs yeah, my son's at that stage. Well, I feel like he's been at that stage for like the longest time. And going back through my Snapchat memories the other day, I was like to my husband, look, he was eating chicken schnitzel then. Like what? He was eating sausages then. What? And now I've realised like it only hasn't been that long, but it feels like forever that he doesn't eat his dinner. Um, and everything is to him. Oh, no, I just want chicken nuggets. No, I just want chips. No, I just want this. And I was like, no, mate, you're not having chicken nuggets every night. You're not having chips every night. Um, we try and know that what we're making for him, he will be happy with somewhat. Like, you know, even if it's a hot dog, he'll eat the bread roll. Or if it's spaghetti bolognese, he'll generally pick through the pasta. But there comes a line that you can't keep repeating the same meals as well. Like, yeah. we get sick of it ourselves. Um so you just put it on the plate if they're hungry oh, if they really are hungry they're gonna eat it and that like it's actually started to show with felix if he is that hungry he will go back and eat it or if he really wants that chocolate or ice cream or whatever it is afterwards he will go back and eat it now that he knows that i'm not we're not caving like we're not just going to go make him some garlic bread he yeah. knows he has to eat it and he generally will go back Sometimes he doesn't, and sometimes he goes to bed and doesn't have dinner. And if he's not hungry, if he's not complaining he's hungry, then he can't be too yeah. bad. Lawrence you know? is the exact same. He will flip the plate four or five times, and nine times out of ten, he will come back and eat it. And he'll eat all of it, and yeah. he'll ask for more. And it's like, mate. <laughs> Once they know it. Once they try I'm it. like, I know you eat this. Wow, you like, eat good food. It was suicide the other day. And I was like, I know you eat this. You love this. It's your favourite. Yeah. Just eat it. 
don't flip the plate. Yeah. Like, oh, just sit down, eat, go and have your bath, and you'll be happy. Like, fed, bathe, yeah, exactly. clean jammies, in a nice clean bed, go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lush life. Like, we would love that, wouldn't we? As adults, we would just like, come yeah, on, come on, someone give me my fluffy socks. <laughs> yeah. I have my pajamas yeah, laid out of my put bed. Put them on, please. Me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. I was giving my like a daughter um, moisturizer oh. massage tonight, and I was like, God, I would love this right now. I'd love just to be laying on the mat and getting a good moisturized massage on my feet, my legs. Like, they live a lush life, really. Yeah, so good. You can tell it's getting late. <laughs> so, yeah. What time is it now? 10 o'clock yeah. and we started at what eight? Love it. And we're only 13 minutes into recording. It's we're going happened. well. It's happened. We're committed. That is okay. We are, yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we had some comments on our Instagram post. Um, and one comment was peace sneezes. 100% an ache. I mean... I think there's only been a very few times that I have pee sneezed. But I do my Kegels religiously, always have, always will, so much, constantly. Look at you go, Mama. Although (laughs) there was a few times, obviously, I'm only four months post-C-section and a few times after that, if I coughed, it would be like a little bit. But I will tell you, yeah. so embarrassing. But it's it's an ick, and it goes with the pee. Yeah, it's so uncut. So uncut. Let's go. So I was sick for the first trimester with Orlando, and I was throwing up so heavily that I would leak I would and not a little bit like a full bladder we on the floor so in my bathroom oh my goodness so gross in my bathroom I would be like vomiting in the toilet and before I would I'd have to take my pants off completely pants completely off because I was like because you were that violent pee myself in my pants and I just that, had like a towel yeah. down at the front of the toilet, and yeah, it was so bad. And I've never had it before. Wow. It was so yeah. embarrassing. But guaranteed, oh, every time I, it's not funny Wow, I've never actually heard that before. Like even as a symptom of yeah, pregnancy. <gasps> so that's so a new one for me. With the pee. New one for you it's too. The first time I've ever had it and I had HG when I was pregnant yeah. with Gabriella so I was vomiting for nine months constantly and I never had it and then I wasn't sick wow. with Lorenzo wow. at all I didn't throw up once but then Orlando yeah, yeah. for four months oh, no I um I have the pee sneezes I still do um jumping on trampoline today i found out we went to area 51 and we had like a really good day with my kids just before i go back to daycare tomorrow and i didn't 
at all on a trampoline. And my husband actually got into the car and we're sitting and we're driving on the highway and he goes, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, why? Because I jumped off the big jump. And he's like, no, you didn't pee yourself while you were jumping on the trampoline. And I was like, thanks. That, that, <laughs> that means a lot to me for you recognizing that. It's what that. they do to us. Like, great. Ruin us. Yeah. It's, but, like, for me, it was really, really bad my whole pregnancy. Um, with both kids, like so bad. Wow. Yeah, so so bad. But it was really bad after I just had after I had Skylar for about mm, three or four months. It was like so bad. I actually thought I was going to have to get physiotherapy for it. Um, but for some reason, I don't know. I don't know if it was just the fact that I was gaining muscle back, but it just kind of stopped I mean don't get me wrong there are sometimes I yeah. hold my legs together still because it's just a I think a self-conscious thing like especially if I'm at work or something like that I'm like oh my god like imagine mm-hmm. if this happens um and as a mom <laughs> like I guess you expect these little yeah. you see the flags flying on my head just then um I guess you expect it and so you just prepare yourself now like for me I always yeah. just hold my legs tight together if I'm laughing too hard um or if I'm sneezing or whatnot but yeah it was definitely a surprise in my first pregnancy when I was like what is this and why am I peeing oh while God. I sneeze yeah I, I think for me obviously being post-c-section I hold on so tight still if I need to cough or sneeze, um, yeah. I'm pretty good now. But I've been sick a few times actually after having it, and the first time I had the flu after was horrific. Like every cough, every sneeze. Yeah. When I blew my nose, painful. Just pulled on it so bad. Um, and it's like, okay. how can I be recovering? if I'm still hurting yeah this bad it was really bad yeah but I'm all good now majority yeah. do you know what's crazy I haven't had a c-section but the other night I think it was last time the night before I had a nightmare that I had a c-section and I think I must have watched a tiktok before I went to bed this is why you do not watch tiktok before nope. you go to bed but the poor girl had an infection, and I feel like this is Alyssa, had an infection on her C-section spot, and they stuck yes. the blob into yeah. it. She did post it. Okay, it was Alyssa. Yeah. And I had a nightmare that I had a C-section, and that happened, and I wake up in the biggest panic, and I was like to my husband, I could feel it, like my whole stomach was aching, and I I have goosebumps, like, Felt her pain in my dream, and I just said to my husband, "Like, no, nah, I'm not having another baby in I case that's a possibility." I, yeah, I have goosebumps. Disgusting. Obviously, oh. I know that pain. Um, yeah. and when I first saw the video, and I was like, "Stop it! This can't." I mean, for me, I, I had Orlando privately, so very, very different in the way you're treated at the hospital compared to public. No matter what anyone tells you, I've had two public and one private. 100%, I would pay that 20 grand over and over and over and over again because it was so worth it, the way we were treated. 
Um, and during yeah. my C-section, I had, once they'd kind of cut him out, everything was lowered down. He had skin to skin with me straight away. We did delayed cord clamping, like everything that we wanted. Um, oh, beautiful. And the sheet kind of didn't go back up once he was out. So it makes me kind of think, like, if I could have that where obviously everything was so open, how do things get so infected? Like, with mine, mm. I had over my incision a whole, like, plastic sticker kind of on it that stayed on yeah, the – I think I took it off about three weeks um, – but my midwife was like, take it off whenever you want. You know, like if you want to leave it on, you leave it on, you do yeah. you. Like I couldn't imagine if they had to sample it, pulling that off in those early days because let me tell you, so it early. was stuck like glue. Yeah. I was peeling off the glue from yeah. that sticker on my belly at after three weeks. So I was still very tender and sore and I was peeling it yeah. off for I reckon two weeks. That's how much sticky residue was on there. And, like, my belly would, like, obviously I've got a mum pouch, so that would, like, stick back, back like, on there because of the sticky. Hold on to it. Um, No. And just, I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine the pain of having to stick that. I couldn't. I just, I, I, yeah, it just, it gave me an Honestly, like, I can't believe I still get yeah, 100%. I can't believe that I had goosebumps and I woke up in the biggest panic from it. And I was, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I said, no, no more TikTok before I mean, bed. Oh, thank yeah. you. I mean, I hope she's okay. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, 100%. 100%. Poor but, thing, um, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a no from me, 100%. Yeah, keep that. Yeah, definitely. Well, then we've gone from peace naises. How about daycare germs? Well, we all know, well, some of you might not know, but my littlest one has just started daycare and after week one came home with the flu for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that is how it I, um, I have Skylar starting on the yep. 20th of February. And I said to Bill, I'm preparing for the next month after that of sickness because even though Felix has been going to daycare for the last year that she's been alive and she's had numerous amount of colds, um, I just feel like their immunity, even if they have been to like had all these sicknesses, COVID, whatever, just never fight that first week of daycare really. the different strains so funnily enough my two yeah. older kids rarely get sick yet they both got what Orlando brought home so it's like I don't know oh, if wow. it was like because it was like baby germs um and something completely yeah. different but they both had it like Lorenzo was then sick with a really high temperature and Gabriella had more of the like flu symptoms like the runny nose, cough, yeah. um, just congested in the throat. Um, but, yeah, funnily enough, like they've been so healthy 
for so long and yeah. now it's like <laughs> I'm, let's ruin mum and then you pay for it you ridiculous. still pay for the daycare days. Ridiculous. And you still pay for them to not be able to go there. You still have your days off from Centrelink and CCS and Joke. stuff like that. It, it should all up. be like 100%. I think that the daycare should be able to get the childcare subsidy. But I don't think there should be an out-of-pocket expense for that day. Oh, no. That's something that the centre yeah, should definitely. kind of, you know, roll into their expenses it was like when covid hit and they couldn't go if they just had a sniffle my kid has a sniffle all i the have time. one who knows all the time like he wakes up with the sniffle yeah like you have the fan on or the aircon on through the night and wham bam yeah. you're gonna have a sniffle yeah so i was really frustrated with that because that meant that i was still paying for days that my son didn't go to and he was getting his attendance taken off even though he just had a really yep. runny nose yeah like it's just one of those things i completely get it like how frustrating it is um as a working parent to having to have those days off and to mm-hmm. stay home but as well but like sometimes it's just you know a runny nose we all get it you just need to have a different change of air. It's okay. Maybe for me, if my son is lethargic, if he is t- like super sooky when he wakes up, if he has a temperature, yeah, then I'm like, okay, yeah. you really need to stay home. Um, but it's generally those cases that they're like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling well, and they're running around the house for the whole day afterwards. Yeah, they scan. Yes, <laughs> or what I love um, is the so, daycare yeah. would bring. And they're like, oh, they've got a temperature of, you know, 38.9, blah, blah, blah. I come home and then take their temperature and it's like 36. How does and it just like, that to that? That doesn't happen. Even with Nurofen, Panadol, mm-hmm. if they've got a fever, they won't go back down to baseline. They're like 37, like mm-hmm. mid-37s. Yeah. Um, yeah. How does that work? I feel it's that they do it when they, like, don't have enough staff. 100%. They get those kids. All right, you've got a little bit of sickness. All right, you're going to see you later. Be shortlisted. They're running around with green Um, snotted noses. No one cares. Yeah. And that was what it was like, though, before COVID days. You could run around with the runny nose. You, you didn't have to go to the shops, and if you had a cough, people look at you like you were diseased. Um, and I think we said about this the other night. It was back in the day that if you wore a mask, we looked at you yeah. because you were diseased. Like, okay, they've got whooping cough or something. Yeah. Stay clear. Um, but nowadays, you get looked upon down the road if you cough and you don't wear a mask. And it's like, mate, I'm yeah. all the time. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just one of those things that I feel like also back, I mean, my daycare at real night now is really, really good. But the old daycare, I feel like they were just using it as a, all right, we can send that kid home, one mm. less kid to deal with, one less staff member, and we still get their yeah. money. Yeah, Great. I mean, my daycare is the same, amazing. All of the educators are great there. Um, but, yeah, sometimes it's questionable. <laughs> what the intentions are yes 
Yeah. Oh, have you got another ick? Actually, I do. My ick is that my three-year-old likes to, when he does a number two, will attempt to wipe his bottom and gets like a bit of poo on his finger and wipes it either on the toilet wall or the tiles. No. I kid you not. Oh, no. I was just finishing cleaning Gabriella's room on Saturday and I look over to the left, the toilet's like directly across from that and I see poo smeared yep. all over the oh, tiles no. and I lose it. I lost it. You're done. Yep. Yeah, that's fair enough. Completely fair enough. It's like one of those things too that they're obsessed with. It becomes an obsession for them. And why? Why does that become an obsession? Like my son at the moment is obsessed with poop. Why? I don't think he's obsessed with it. I don't know what it is. I think it's that, um, again, I think the daycare tell them to only use one square of toilet paper so they're not, like, wasting it. Um, Yeah. So he gets this one tiny thing, folds it up to wipe his bum, barely covers his finger. No wonder why he gets it on himself. And then that's it. Yeah. Oh, the poor kid. Yeah, that's my life. That's my ick. That's my oh. biggest ick. I hate it. It was awful. That is my, my son's, like, for the last three months, out in public, at school, at home, I farted. Like, why do you have to yell an out? He doesn't fart. Like, he won't even fart. It's just the fact that he thinks he's really cool for saying I farted. Um, and then at the moment with his, like, with my hubby, he, my hubby will do the whole pull my finger every morning with him. Like, it's just a funny game that they yeah. think is really funny. Um, but it has now started that my son does it. And I was sitting in the car. He hasn't done it to me before. And we're sitting in the car on the way to Woolworths today. And he goes, hey, mum, pull my finger. And I was like, why? He goes, huh, I just farted. And I'm like, you're three. Stop that right now. Yeah. Go. Um, I just, I don't know why that started. And I don't know why all of a sudden this whole fighting, even poop, we went and got family photos. There was horse poop on the ground. It's horse poop. Okay, cool. But he was obsessed with it. He thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. And he was telling with our icks. I think what we're getting to with our icks is they're pretty well covered. Like, I mean, there is many more icks, let's be honest. We will never get a podcast to be able to finish about all the icks, apparently. Definitely. Not in Like, you could list them and list them and list them and list them. If there's um, something there we have lot. missed, there is a lot. If there's something that we have missed, let us know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, yeah, I I'd, I'd love to hear what others have to think about their ex, um, because we all have different experiences. Like no, even with us, um, and you would think the same. No, no pregnancy, no postpartum experience no. is the same. So um, and we talked about this the other day, like you could have the most perfect pregnancy the first round, 
you could have the best postpartum, but it doesn't mean the second time you're going to have that. Um, And it's a big eye-opener when it doesn't happen the way you expect it to be. So with that being said, we are definitely ears. um, Well, if not ears, we definitely can read messages. (laughs) We can read. Um, Underline that. (laughs) We can read. (laughs) I might question Monique in something from...